important this is Adikeet and I host the evening show on 94.3 Radio 1 and me along with Fabian sir getting you politics for dummies where we understand politics then and now we understand politics right and left so what are you waiting for put on your headphones and strap on because you are gonna have a ride of your life welcome joining us today is Mr. Fabian It's been a long time, my friend, that we actually came back and had a conversation. But even in the time of our absence, we did not really miss a lot of things. Uh, Russia is still on a war with Ukraine, but uh, things are not in Russia's favor. Uh, A quick update of what's happening in India as well, where we had a couple of, uh, you know, incidences that led to a little uh, communal disharmony that have happened in India. Uh, going down uh, to our neighboring country, Pakistan, there too, there's a little bit of turmoil that's going on. China being China has a lockdown again. But Sri Lanka at this point of time is our topic of conversation. Uh, because last time when we spoke a little bit about Sri Lanka, we spoke about uh, how, uh, you know, there is a little bit of unrest that is going on in that country. And clearly, we need to take an update on what's happening at this point of time. So we all know about the protest. We know about the nepotism. We know about how there is one family that's ruling uh, Sri Lanka at this point of time. But uh, Fabian, let's talk about what's happening currently in Sri Lanka. And is there a way Sri Lanka can save itself? Let's talk a little bit about that. Okay. Yes, of course, there is a way Sri Lanka can get out of the mess created by the ruling establishment consisting of president, prime minister, finance minister, agricultural minister, and another minister, all brothers. Yeah. It was a brotherocracy, not a democracy. (laughs) Brotherocracy. Yep, yep. Because when brothers get together, well, unless uh, they are special, there cannot be honest, independent, rational discussion. Which is very true. The last time brothers ruled Sri Lanka, uh, there was uh, a riot and a fire according to our Hindu mythology. Mm. So, what we have to understand is that what is happening in Sri Lanka is not an economic crisis. It is a politico-economic crisis. And the economic crisis was the result of uh, misgovernance. All right. You know, that is how democracy engendered Autocracy. Okay. Or brotherocracy. Now, what is happening is that uh, Sri Lanka has approached the IMF for uh, 
assistance and uh, India's uh, finance minister has uh, very strongly argued the case for giving Sri Lanka the assistance mm-hmm. so something being discussed my view is that of course IMF will give the assistance after all which country is going to say no yeah no country will say no but two things one is that the IMF assistance always comes with conditionalities okay that you cut down the subsidy you cut down expenditure otherwise also you know even by shrinking the government employment and all that that is one part of it the second part of it is that uh, i mean here i am being personal were i the imf director general i would agree to lend money if only i am reasonably convinced that the government of the day is able and willing to spend that money reasonably well okay fair enough okay. fair enough in other words i am also looking for some political stability all right now that stability unfortunately is not there and that stability can come there if only i repeat if only president rajapakse follows what we are going to now announce between the two of us rajapakse should make an address to the nation and say mia culpa mia culpa i made a big mistake yeah kindly forgive me but now let's get out of the mess therefore i want to appoint a national government of national security consisting of representatives of political parties and eminent persons one of him that is one of the eminent persons will be the prime minister okay i as president will not i repeat will not exercise my executive powers till the mess is sorted out fair enough fair enough we spoke about this last time as well an apology and an intention to go in the right direction would definitely help sri lanka in the longer run uh, we also spoke about how the adjoining countries why haven't they come to sri lanka's aid and of course they have come to sri lanka's aid they've helped them as much as possible so fabian at this point of time if we have to take a uh a ganter at how far sri lanka has come right uh, because we keep on seeing that there are uh, riots and protests that are still happening in the country uh so do you think there is a chance for sri lanka to recover from this or sri lanka is just going to be a lesson in history which says that bad governance lead to a bad country and a bad situation in a country well i am no prophet but it is my assessment but more than my assessment it is my hope and my prayer because i was in sri lanka long time yeah. ago as deputy yeah. commissioner and i've kept an eye on that country for so many decades yeah it is my assessment that sri lanka will get out of this mess that sooner or later sooner rather than later rajapakse will make the announcement which you and i have discussed wonderful that would actually be very great very important if that happens and that is the update on sri lanka at this point of time because uh talking about big political events apart from 
the Putin Zelensky war that is happening at this point of time, whether to join NATO or not. Uh, uh, we've got the Sri Lanka crisis, and of course, there are other important issues too that have popped up. Uh, before we leave and wrap this uh, update on Sri Lanka that has happened, I would also want uh, Fabian to talk about the French elections. Um, we've got Le Pen and we've got Macron. Uh, and I saw a good meme that says Napoleon is also in the <laughs> uh, in the ballot box. People are voting for Napoleon as well, and I'm like, wow, that's that's a that's an old meme from an old time. So, uh, what do you think about the French elections? Why are the French people so uh, uh, you know angry about everything in life? Uh, they say that no matter whoever wins, they will be displeased with the government. So, why is that so? Let me put it this way. To the great relief of Europe and the West, and also of India, mm-hmm. Macron has won because if Marie Le Pen had won, there would have been great uncertainty. Her closeness to President Putin, okay. about her attitude towards NATO, attitude towards the European Union, and as far as we in India are concerned, well, she hasn't had much to do with us. Okay, you know, her worldview was rather narrow, and perhaps we not include India. <laughs> okay, but having said that, uh, Macron in 2017, when he got elected, was the youngest after Napoleon. Mm. Now he is 44, he is still young. Then don't forget, Marie Le Pen also is only 51. All right. And she, she is going to so that she shall not stop serving the French people. Then another thing to notice is that uh, the electorate is roughly 48 million. More than one-fourth abstained, did not vote. This is the highest abstention in the last 50 years. Wow, that's a lot. And what is most important to notice, those who voted for Macron actually voted against Marie Le Pen. Not for Macron. Mm. Same way, those who voted for Marie Le Pen did not vote for her. They voted against Macron. You know, it is the negative votes that counted. Yeah, less haters of one person than the other, so the other person did win. Uh, That was an update on the French elections. Uh, We'll be right back with another episode of Politics for Dummies. I hope you enjoyed the previous one. Uh, Till then, uh, stay tuned. Uh, Follow us on HG Smartcast. That's KP Fabian. This is Aniket. And uh, we'll be right back. I hope by the next week when we come back or the next time we come back, the Russia-Ukraine war comes to a halt. What do you say? Should it come to a halt now or will it continue? Well, there is speculation in the Western press that by 9th of May, that okay. is the day uh, Hitler's, uh, I mean, Hitlerite Germany surrendered way back in 1945. Yeah might declare victory. But I should add that this is all speculation by Western media without much foundation. So Putin will declare victory is what they're saying. Yes, that's what they're saying. Unilateral withdrawal. But uh, I doubt it because if he does that, he won't get the sanctions lifted. So Putin has two items on his uh, table. One, capture more territory. Two, get the sanctions lifted. uh, He's a smart guy. He may be cruel. But he's smart. And uh, you know that Boris Johnson said while in India that Putin might prevail? He hasn't reported. So let's see. Let's see. see. 
Okay, we'll come back next week and we'll talk about that. Uh, we've got a lot of things to discuss. Uh, the last couple of years have been very big in terms of political, uh, you know, shifts and stories. We'll cover all of that and much more right here on Politics for Dummies. Till then, that's Fabian. This is Anikate, like we said. We'll see you in the next one. Bye-bye. This was a Radio 1 production brought to you by HT Smartcast. HT Smartcast.